Welcome to Your Divine Glow Podcast, the place where we illuminate your path to personal growth and spiritual development. I'm your host, Ashley, a spiritual life coach and your divine glow coach, and I'm excited to have you join us today. In this podcast, we embark on a transformative journey of self-discovery, empowering others to renew their mindset, elevate their confidence, and fearlessly pursue their dreams. Each episode will dive deep into the realms of personal growth and spiritual development, providing you with practical tools, inspiring stories, and powerful insights to support your journey. My goal is to help you rediscover your true self and to live a life that truly radiates your divine glow. Thank you for tuning in and being part of this sacred space. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Your Divine Glow Podcast. And if you're new, welcome. Thank you for joining us today on an episode of Your Divine Glow Podcast. Man, I am happy to be here and happy to drop a solo episode for y'all. I've had a lot of things on my mind these past couple weeks, and I I think this, this episode is about to be dope. I think we could, both of us can take a lot of gems from this episode. Um, So today I actually want to dive into the ultimate entrepreneur, Jesus, man, the ultimate entrepreneur, Jesus. We're going to dive into just him as an entrepreneur, which I feel like, at least for me, I haven't really uh, uncovered Jesus as an entrepreneur until just now. Um, which is crazy because I feel like more of us should talk about Jesus as an entrepreneur, talk about his mindset, talk about his principles. So I'm so excited to dive into that today. And before I do that, I just got to shout out the Great Commission, who I'm wearing today. I had um, invested in this set. It is a crew neck set. So I got a crew neck and it has the beautiful shorts and it has Philippians 4.13. As you know, the scripture goes, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Okay. Shout out to Disciple Paul. I am Disciple. I love this set. It is so cozy and I'm all about the cozy fit. So um, just right up my alley and everything that it represents, you know, so I love it. Uh, Shout out to the Great Commission for uh, just the mission, the brand, and all that she does. Um, But without further ado, um, let's jump on into this topic, man. So the inspiration behind this topic really came from uh, just me doing some exploring in the Bible app, me just figuring out who I am in this entrepreneurial space. Um, me just coming from the nine to five space, you know, sometimes I still, I still got to figure it out. You know, I'm not, (laughs) it's not perfection. It's not, everything is a journey. So for me, sometimes I have to get out of that, uh, nine to five mindset, nine to five space, you know, and really like, what does Ashley the entrepreneur look like? Um, compared to Ashley, the employee or the laborer or the worker, you know? So I have taken a lot of my my uh, learnings from the Bible, sh- straight up, um, first and foremost. And the Bible app has been the best. <laughs> um, y'all could keep Instagram, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. Y'all could keep TikTok, all that. If I, as long as I got the Bible app, like that's all I need. And um, you know, it, it's it's such a beautiful community. That, 
community that you could have on the Bible app. So I suggest if you guys do not have the Bible app on your phone right now to download it, I mean, it's free and you get in free game, like, and you have a community there just waiting for you, you know? So to go back to my original is like entrepreneurship, man, I had to get deep down and, and like really study. And so the Bible app offers a lot of plans dealing with just about everything. But um, entrepreneurship is what I really wanted to touch on because I'm like, all right, I'm in this space now. Like, what does the Bible say about entrepreneurship? Who who are the entrepreneurs back in the biblical times? And Jesus, Jesus was the was definitely the ultimate entrepreneur. So um, just thinking about Jesus as the entrepreneur, right? Like his life consisted of business. His life consisted of like travel, human interaction, customer service, employee development, um, restoration, like a a myriad of things. (laughs) Like if you think about it, um, and he was a spiritual entrepreneur, like he wasn't really focused on a financial gain at all. He was mostly focused on transformation. He was focused on the, the, the well-being of people. And honestly, for Jesus, he never he he never boasted about himself. I mean, shoot, when you think about all he was doing, <laughs> he never once boasted about himself like that. It was never like it was never that for him. Um, and he had the best mentor, God, of course. He had God as a mentor. Um, his product for as an entrepreneur was always salvation. Um, he wanted people to come back to to uh, God and be reconciled with God, you know? Um, that was more important to him than anything else. And I feel like he was very committed to his brand, to his product. He was, he would travel, not, not even like, you know, how we travel today. He was traveling by foot, okay? He was traveling by foot. That's exhausting. <laughs> but he made sure to definitely get to each person as many people as he could um during that time and he he didn't stop. I know and we know there were struggles. There was hardships, but he never let that stop him from getting the good word out, from getting, you know, telling the gospel and really making an impact and an impact that still lasts today, you know? So for Jesus, he had many, many of services. And as I was going through and I was studying and I'm like, wow, like Jesus really like, he, he had his pockets and his, his hands in different pockets in so many areas. And I'm going to give you at least a good five that I wrote down here. Um, and yeah, so like the first, of course, is the healing services. You know, God, God was hands on, you know, he laid his hands on you. He's going to heal you. Um, <laughs> he, you know, he healed the blind. He raised people from the dead. Like he, he also emphasized not just like healing physically, like physical ailments, but he also helped um, heal spiritually. And the the biggest thing is just emphasizing the forgiveness of sins. And 
having, of course, like I said before, having that reconciliation with God. And so like God was in the service of, of healthcare. God was a doctor. God was out here being a surgeon. God was, <laughs> I mean, God and Jesus, sorry. Jesus was out here being um, just the ultimate healer. You know what I'm saying? Um, so he was in that healthcare service realm. Um, I, I think, and I perceive that God was even in the catering services. When I think about, and if y'all don't know this story, y'all need to look it up in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> the five loaves and two fish, okay? God, I mean, uh, Jesus, sorry. Jesus definitely um, was in the business of catering. No matter, he used what he had though. You know, when it came to just being able to feed, like, was it 5,000 people? He used what he had and multiplied. He said, listen, I'm going to definitely hand all this out, the food, we're going to have unlimited bread, unlimited, <laughs> unlimited fish to feed everybody in abundance. Okay. That to me, is catering. It's like, listen, we're going to make do with what we got and you're going to be fed. Um, the next thing I want to say too, is Jesus was in the event planning services. Like Jesus, <sighs> Jesus elevated a environment, okay? He was, um, I don't know if you would call Jesus the life of the party, but hey, <laughs> I would I would say Jesus was the life of the party. Um, I think about the story of when he turned water to wine. He was at the um, wedding and, well, where was it? Uh, ooh, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember the place. But um, but he was at a wedding and they ran out of the wine. And, you know, his mom was like, you know, they ran out of wine. Like, what's up? <laughs> Jesus was like, this is not my time, ma'am. <laughs> but, you know, ultimately, Jesus, um, you know, turned water into wine. And there's just the, the wedding. I'm sure in that moment, it was something to remember even like after the wedding, right? Like Jesus turned water into wine. Like who else is doing that? Um, so to me, that's just a little event planning. Yeah, a little opposite. He's like, listen, we're going to make it. The, the, the whole premise is of him elevating that experience. Um, the next thing was like leadership training. Like Jesus was definitely a leader. Jesus was never, he was, I mean, he if a follower of anything, he is a follower of God, but like he was definitely a leader. He was out here building a team of disciples. And not only that, he was training them. He was giving them the skills to, um, to be equipped with in order to go throughout the journey, whether he was there or not. Um, and that's the type of leadership, like that's the standard, you know, um, Jesus always was also a counselor and he was able to guide people, um, which coincides with his leadership. Um, I think for him, he addressed, he, he never was bothered by like a question or he, he was always sought after in answering those questions and being that helper. So I feel like God also was in the counseling services. He's, he was just like, like me, like a social worker or like a, like a therapist at times, you know? Um, 
so many levels and layers to Jesus. And I think that's why, too, he is the ultimate, ultimate entrepreneur. Like like most of us, um, you know, we we have so many gifts. We are we are multifaceted beings. Um, for for me to sit here and say like, oh, I'm I'm just a social worker is no, I'm not just a social worker. Like I'm much more than that. That is one um title or like the the set the skill set that I possess. But there's other things, other aspects of me that make me who I am, make me a creative and make me just like, you know, all just make me Ashley, right? Um, but yeah, Jesus was just so brilliant and just knowing how to bring all the skills together and really make an impact and an influence in the world. So I want to talk about a little bit about uh, his mindset too, because the thing about Jesus, he definitely had an entrepreneurial mindset. Um, I think the difference between the nine to five mindset and the entrepreneurial mindset is, is that in the nine to five mindset, I don't think you're as likely to take risk. And I feel like when you're in the entrepreneurial mindset, you are always thinking, what what yeah taking risks but the 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 right risk right you know i think it's about to being able to broaden that that horizon in the entrepreneurial mindset where it's like i see the possibilities i know that there's more than this whereas in the 9 to 5 mindset you're not really seeing as much possibilities cuz i feel like when you're in that 9 to 5 space um there's a ceiling you know, there's some, there's a ceiling. It's like, sometimes you just reach the, the tippy top of where, um, you work in a company. Um, you know, you work for somebody else and you're like, all right, I'm, I'm what I'm gonna stay here for next, for another 10, 15 years. Or do I gotta like, what do I have to do? Um, but there's always, uh, the, the possibilities, right. Are endless when I feel like you're in that entrepreneurial space. Um, but back to like Jesus and his mindset, he the one thing that I uh, admire and that I feel like every entrepreneur should have is that action oriented mindset as well. That that not even the action oriented action oriented mindset, but that action oriented nature is what I meant to say. It's it's about not just talking about it, but just doing, and that is what Jesus did. Jesus practiced what he preached. He he wasn't out here just saying, "Hey, I can heal people," and never did it. You ain't you never <laughs> like you've never seen evidence of that um, happen. It's like and and the one thing about Jesus too, just even just as um, a leader as well, and and what I admire about him is that Jesus would never ask his disciples something that he wouldn't do. Like he knew that, listen, I have to lead by example and I have to do what I say I'm going to do. And that is a, a level of accountability that as an entrepreneur that we have to have. Um, the one thing that stands out to me as well is like, Jesus always put his service before himself. Jesus always was 
very um in my opinion he he knew how important his work was he knew how it's it's like i've been given this opportunity and i don't want to mess it up um i've been given this opportunity and i'm going to manage it well when it comes down to it when it comes to our businesses fellow entrepreneurs we do not own our businesses on paper we do <laughs> on paper like yeah you can have your name and that's cute but in actuality god owns our businesses we just manage it now it's up to us to to know if do we manage it well are are we stewarding over what we have well so he's able to give us more i i always and and this is the concept of like to of knowing that when God gives you something, you got to make sure you you care for it well, that you are, it's of high value. It's not something you just lollygag with. Everything you have, not just your business, but that house you live in, that apartment you live in, the car you drive every day, you know, the sneakers you got on your feet, the clothes you got, like, None of this is yours. <laughs> Even the money in your bank account is not yours. It is God's. And once you understand that, like, listen, in every part of the aspect, God could give you $1,000. You get $1,000, be blessed with $1,000. But are you listening to God and how he's telling you to, to steward that money and telling you where to invest and where to... Because at the end of the day, that, that money is a resource for your business, for your for something else, maybe to invest in somebody else. But you got to be mindful and listen. That's complete sidebar, but I've just felt the need to say that. <laughs> but Jesus, <laughs> Jesus is definitely the one that like, he always put service as the foundation. So for Jesus it was it was very much where he wanted to make sure that everybody was taken care of in his business and made sure that no matter what listen God gave me the responsibility to serve and that's what I'm going to do and I'm going to do it well Jesus also um just going back to his like team building um just his his nature of just being a leader like i feel like he god god gave him the opportunity um i mean okay first of all god <laughs> jesus is god in human form that's why i keep saying god first of all but Jesus always stood on on kingdom business. Jesus always stood on kingdom business. It was it, he was never swayed. He said, "Listen, I need people that are also going to stand on kingdom business with me. Like I need that." And the thing about him and his team is that he needed soldiers. He was like, "I need people who are going to further this this uh legacy and like this mission." And I need people that I can trust. I need people that I can trust. 
So I think a lot of the times when it came to Jesus and his his entrepreneurial uh, pursuits, you know, he was always mindful that, you know, you are the company that you keep and vice versa. Like you need people around you that are just not yes men or women. Like you need people that are going to hold you accountable. You need people that are going to be willing to be teachable even. Um, and, and know that, you know, as a team, we're better off as a team rather than just in the, than an individual. We get more things and we can reach more people, you know? So I think he was very um, great in that aspect. The one, the other thing too with Jesus, um, he definitely was a innovator. I think as a entrepreneur, you need to be innovative. You need to be, um, be able to adapt as well. Because there's a lot of things that like can happen. <laughs> a lot of things that may not go how the way you think is going to go. And that's just life in general. But like when you're in that space of entrepreneurship and being an entrepreneur, you have to be those two things. Um, and in the ways that I feel like Jesus was very um, innovative was really... Um, when it came to his storytelling, like Jesus spoke in parables while he could have very well been like straightforward and gave, he could have been the straight shot, could tell you what it was, but how likely are we were to remember that? You know, Jesus was very innovative in saying like, Hey, I'm going to speak in parables. I'm going to give this, this story, a little bit of a tweak. So you remember what I'm saying. So you're able to tell somebody like, hey, I ran into Jesus today. That's what he told me. <laughs> I don't know. It is just so creative, you know, um, it makes it more relatable, makes it more memorable for people um, because th- these are stories. They're simple, but they have a very profound meaning. But the way that it's told makes all the difference. So I admire him for that because, you know. Like I said, you could forget, but he made it so memorable. Um, The next thing that I, the next, I guess, instance where I feel like Jesus was innovative as well um, was really when, um, mm, I forgot her name, the the woman that was caught in in adultery. So they were going to stone her because she committed adultery and he he was like in response to whatever was going on in that instance he was like let he who what do you say happened in my notes let he who is without sin cast the first stone like have y'all have have y'all ever not sinned like what do you mean get give this woman some grace and mercy because y'all can't sit here and st- throw stones at her and and judge her like y'all never sinned before <laughs> like and in that moment i'm sure people were like you're right because if it were me i would i would be stoned as well so in that instance it was like jesus had to come up with a plan cuz it was just like we're not about to stone her just because of this but 
just opening in, in a in that innovative way, it was we were able to open up the eyes and see things from a different perspective. Um, I think Jesus too was like very good at pivoting as well, right? We're talking about adapting or adaptation, where um what was the story? Um oh the again going back to the five loaves and two fish jesus had a pivot people there was like a thousand people a like a big crowd and didn't have a lot of resources for these people did not have like come on five loaves and two fish you might you might feel like a group of five maybe if that but instead of dismissing them he was able to multiply what was available. You know, this brings me to um, the idea of like, all I have is all I need. That's another thing that I continuously remind myself on this journey is that like, listen, I don't, I may not have what I want right now. I may not have um, what I see other entrepreneurs have or whatever it may be. But like, listen, God has given me these resources he has laid this out for me and frankly that that is all i need if he sees it as that's all i need then that's all i need now i just need to excuse me i need to figure out what that looks like for me what that what does he want me to do with these resources right it goes back to if if god is is um blessing me with a thousand dollars how am i going to use that thousand dollars so i feel like in that case like he was jesus was able to pivot and make an adjustment like hey listen all i have is this these five loaves and two fish but we gonna make it work i'm gonna use the gifts that god has given me in order to multiply in order oh that's good God is going to use your gifts in order to multiply, okay? Like that is good. I feel that I feel that in any challenging situation, like you have all you need within you. You don't have to look on the outside, you don't have to look to your partner, you don't have to look to the person up the block. You have all you need within you to to get to where you need to be and to pivot. The last uh, story that um, I believe where Jesus really had to adapt really came to, um, yo, this is the biggest thing. And this, this one, I tell you, is huge because I've been confronted with this for the past couple of weeks. And that is like just rest, right? So Sabbath. Sabbath is the day we, we rest. Um, but Jesus did not rest on Sabbath. He did not rest on the Sabbath at all. Like Jesus was like, um, yeah, that sounds cute. Y'all do that, but I need to go out here and heal some people. So we gotta, we gotta move. We gotta move. We gotta do it. So Jesus took a risk as an entrepreneur. He was just like, listen, I have to go heal people. People are waiting for me. People are waiting on these miracles. Like <laughs> people, people waiting on this word. They got to hear this word. So listen, I'm a rest when I feel it like I need to. And I'm a rest when I really need to, for real. Like I hear what you're saying, but 
I'm going to rest on my own time. That's the risk that that he took because in, in that society, you know, back then, like Sabbath was Sabbath. That was a law. Like you have to rest on Sabbath day. Like that is it. But this reflects his entrepreneurial mindset because it really um, discerned like rest as went to rest as like conventional. Like it was it was whether to to discern like, okay, do I push the boundaries or like, do I actually rest and just be conformed to what society is telling me to? Um, and with Jesus, he was like, listen, this, this mission is, is for a higher purpose. Like I don't, and the thing about Jesus, he was like, listen, I have limited time. <laughs> I have, he knew that he had a limited time. And if he didn't know that, I feel like, listen, again, he was just standing on kingdom business. He he was standing on kingdom business. He was like, I got to do what I have to do while I can do it. And, you know, yes, it was, I think for us, we get caught up in the hustle and we could, we get caught up in the grind. Um, me personally, too. Like, I, I feel like... Um, I feel like we have a tendency to get to a place where we feel like we're not doing enough. And in actuality, we are doing that all we can do. And that is fine. It's not a, it's not a race. It's not like, Hey, I got to get to the finish line first. It's like, we're all on our own journey. And that's the beautiful thing. Like we don't have to like, always be running and ripping and running, ripping and running. This brings me to my point of Jesus resting. If Jesus can take naps, why can't we? Perfect exhibit A, exhibit A, okay? I always think about when Jesus was in the boat, all right? He was in the boat. They was in the boat in the storm and Jesus is knocked out on on a cushion probably snoring up a storm he was laid out and for my people (laughs) who are all in the bible trying to find this uh this story is i'm going i'm referencing mark chapter 4 verse 38 to 40 okay the book of mark all right so (laughs) let me tell you god a god god knew god knew what he was doing but Jesus, Jesus was very much exhausted. All right. Jesus was exhausted. Who in their right mind is sleeping during a storm in a boat? In a boat. Who's doing that? Not me. If I'm on the boat during the storm, I'm up. I'm like, what? What's going on? Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, I'm freaking out. But Jesus was like, what? Even when they woke, even when they woke him up, he was like, "You of little faith, like what? Like what? Like why did you wake me up for this? Like what's going on?" Anyway, this this the reason why Jesus was sleeping on the boat is just like a a highlight. It's, it just emphasizes the need of trust, right? The need to trust and surrender. God was in that boat. He said, "Listen." I did all I needed to do. I'm going to go rest. God, take over. (laughs) Do what you need to do. 
because I did all I needed to do today. I needed all I did all I needed to do two days ago. But I'm a rest, right? So even in the in the midst of life, like in the challenges, the hardships, like us as entrepreneurs need to know that rest is necessary. It's not an option. It's not this luxury thing. Like we need it. We need it. It's like we we are constantly on go, but it's hard when we don't know how to stop. It's very unhealthy when we don't know how to stop. And I get it because honestly, when we, I have to be very vulnerable for my, with myself right now, because it's like just the other week I was like, um, I know I had to rest. I'm, I'm still recovering from a mouth injury. And for me, I was like, man, like, I want to do something. Like, I feel like I need to do something. I'm looking at my to-do list and I'm just like, but I got to rest. I got to do what I got to do. And I think the reason, part of the reason why in, in that, um, in this recovery period of just like having stitches and like taking care of myself, it's like that you need that. You need that so you could come back stronger, so you could come back and do the things on your to-do list. Because if I'm ripping and running all the time and not giving myself that that space to to heal, to recover, to rest, I'm not I'm no good for anybody. Not good for myself, not good for y'all, you know? And I think a lot of the times when Jesus um, you know, he felt exhausted, he he, you know, noted to himself, like, listen, I, I, I got to sit down. And you got to think, too, back in those biblical times, he wasn't, he wasn't driving a car. He wasn't catching the train or the bus. He wasn't riding around in his Tesla on autopilot. He was walking with his two feet. <laughs> like, he was walking, okay? Maybe that one time he was riding a donkey, you know? But no, he was walking. <laughs> He, nobody was carrying him anywhere. You know how tired he must've been walking and talking and physical exhaustion all the way around. And the thing about it is the, the times that he were, he was doing all of this traveling and just all, it, it showed his commitment. It showed his commitment to his brand the commitment to the people he was helping, the, his commitment to God, most importantly. It showed his commitment to trusting God in the process, trusting God in the chaos, trusting God and knowing that, listen, when I'm resting, you're working. When I'm resting, things are still moving. Just because I stopped to, to sit and rest and c- collect my thoughts, collect my being, my everything, nothing stopping because I feel like we we feel like us as humans feel like once we stop everything stop no <laughs> that's that's not how that's not like yeah we have our to-do list we got things to do but you could take a break that's okay because you're gonna come right back you're gonna you're gonna get right back but in the midst of us resting, we we leave it the rest up to God. Because we don't have to do this alone. We're not doing it alone. 
we're not doing this alone. And just Jesus's ability to just surrender and know like my father has it. That's crucial. I think part of the 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 thing about Jesus too is the resting part. Even though he was God in human form, he still, the rest part for me, humanizes Jesus even more. It humanizes him even more because, yes, like I said, God in human form. But he could have been like, listen, I don't need to sleep. I'm going, I'm going to take it back on y'all. Vamp life? Yeah, no, Jesus ain't believe in vamp life, y'all. I don't, like, I, <laughs> Jesus ain't believe in no vamp life, okay? Jesus was like, I need my sleep. I need my naps. Okay. And when you, you know, when I think about it, I haven't taken a nap in years. I don't even know what naps are, honestly. I, it's very, very rare that I take a nap. I typically, I sleep, got a good night's sleep. I wake up, go through the day, sleep again. Like, I don't really like have naps and maybe I should start implementing them because, because I feel like you do need that, that like just recharge. Um, even if it's like a short amount of time, like for me, I don't like short naps. I don't like short naps. I will take a good, I think the least amount of time I would take a nap is like 45 minutes. I like them long naps, them naps that you wake up and you got like the, the imprint <laughs> you got the imprint of whatever you were sleeping on whether it be your arm or your like the pillow like i that's the good naps i like i don't i don't know about these 5 minute naps like that ain't <laughs> them cat naps don't do nothing for me okay i think that's why i don't take them cuz i'd be like listen if i'm going to take this nap we going to sleep <laughs> but Listen, the thing about thing about that time, though, is that you just give God space to move. And I think you give God space to, to speak with you, too. Um, one of the things that God has blessed me with is um, just the, the gift of dreaming. Um, and honestly, I, I don't know if this is up for, for a discussion as well, because I really thought everybody dreams. Like, I really thought everybody has vivid dreams. But um, I found out, like, not a lot of people do. And, um, but I, I, that was, that is one thing that I'm like, yo, like, to be able to dream and have those vivid dreams is something special. And for me and God, like, that's where I found, find that God uh, speaks to me a lot of times through dreams and, and just showing me a lot of things, right? So, in that time, and in the way I work with him in our relationship, I mean, may, maybe you know, I he could tell me a word for the day if I if I have something that I that I need to know. You know, I feel like taking that nap would be probably one of the perfect times because you know, being on the go can't really hear from him all that much, you know. But um, yeah, I I just want us to remember though is just like that rest man like if jesus could rest why can't we why why can't we you know and not feel guilty about it either um 
that's the biggest thing is not feel guilty for resting and just know that you deserve it and you're you're worth every minute second of that rest um so i i want us to dive into a little bit of a how we can apply jesus's uh principles you know today like when when we think about what he's what he's done and how he operated in his business or businesses <laughs> his kingdom business you know how he hop operated in kingdom business how can we as entrepreneurs as creatives do the same in order to you know fulfill the mission fulfill the purpose of what we are called here to do um in this life in this lifetime you know um and one i have three points here and the first point has to do with um really just drawing the parallels between successful entrepreneurs and Jesus and that is really i mean the 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 very bare foundation of it all is just understanding your audience's needs and their desires to their their needs you know this is something that i feel like is very um on point i mean just in general you know like as a business owner as an entrepreneur you have to know who you're speaking to who's your audience like what are their pain points what what is it that you could help them with you know and to be very transparent here like it has taken me a little while just to figure that out because when i first started divine glow you know um divine glow coaching i thought my really my audience a lot of the time is like women in in uh self-confidence right but that's so broad okay ashley what like what can you bring to that space what can you what can you do but now looking you know now a whole year later now i'm just like very much in this space of entrepreneurship mindset you know creatives create creativity spaces like that's where i'm at so and not to say that i will be here forever but you have to know how to speak to your audience who like to really bring them in and and honestly i'm still working on that i'm not i'm not perfect in that area by any means and you know that's something that i want to implement still in knowing how jesus did it so i can do it too <laughs> you know um i think a lot of the times we feel like we got to get it perfect right on the head the first time and no no pressure <laughs> i feel like the people that are that are meant to be here are going to be here and um it's it's just really just having that understanding and that knowing that no matter in what uh season that you're in um and even trying to figure it out of like okay who's that audience that you're trying to reach or cuz that could always change too but just having an understanding in the foundation right of like serving serving is the foundation serving is what you're doing and how you do it that's going to that's going to differ you know who is going to differ um but always having that that heart and that passion and that drive to serve is what's the most important um my second point is really just about leadership and knowing that like Jesus he did not come to be served he came to serve <laughs> and i feel like a lot of the times we could fall into that like 
that trap of like me, 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 me. Or it's all about I instead about we. Like, no, it's like, listen, the reason why God gave you this business idea, the reason why God has given you the resources that he has given you is for you to serve. It's for you to help other people. Now, in return, you will be compensated. But, <laughs> you know, it's it's up to us to give back, you know, to give back to the community, to give back to someone who is like less fortunate or just needs the help. You know, it's not up to us to to gatekeep and hoard and for what? God doesn't give for us to store it all up. We can't even go. When we leave this earth, we cannot take it with us, whatever it may be. It may be tangible things, but like even just information, like, you know how you, the saying goes, like, um, the grave, the graveyard is like one of the most like valuable places because like people just, you know, they, they pass away with their, all their ideas and stuff like that. And dreams and these beautiful ideas and they just die the whole everything just dies with them I don't want to be that person I don't want to be that person where if I know something I'm going to gatekeep it and keep it to myself and for what because as much as I like I I, I can't do that I, I feel I would feel so selfish I want everybody to win and in whatever area that they want to pursue, whatever they are dreaming of, whatever it is like, go, go do that thing and do it your way because only you can do it your way. Like I, I never want to want to be that person where it's like, if I am interacting with you, I want to be able to say like, listen, I just served you by like <laughs> giving you a compliment. I just served you by just saying hello. Like it's the it's the small things for me. Um, but what Jesus really like taught me in in whatever he's doing is that it's all about it's not it's not it's not about what we gain, right? It's not about what we gain, but it's about what we give and how we contribute to the well being of others that that is the biggest thing i want people to know that like when they interact with me that there's actually nice people on the on this planet there's actually people that actually care because there's a lot of people that don't they don't care they do not care not one bit but when you interact with me i want you to know that i care that I really care about, I'm not just asking you how you're feeling today, but I really care to know your answer because <laughs> that's the, that's the smallest thing too. It's like, we go around like on autopilot. How are you feeling? Okay, good, cool. Peace. Are you? Every time I ask people how they're feeling, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing them, but I'm also like looking at them, right? If I'm on the phone with you, I'm, I'm listening to your tone. Yeah, you say you good, but like I don't hear that in your in your voice. I don't see that in your mannerisms. Like, are you really good? This world is crazy. Are you really good? Or are you just saying that because you don't want to talk about it or you don't think nobody cares? I do. Lastly, my point number 3 
is really about the emphasis of personal development. And this is part of the reason why I love hopping on this podcast and just doing the things that I do. I've always been a really, really, really big advocate, really big uh, learner of personal development since I was younger. And uh, Jesus, you know, and no matter what aspect of whether it be personal or professional, uh, Jesus always taught the principles of love, compassion, and forgiveness. <laughs> you need that. You need that. And no matter what, um, like I said, realm you're in, personal or professional, um, I think this is this leads, these three principles lead back to success um, in all areas because you have to, you have to have love for something or someone or something, you know, in order to things to be successful, you know, in your business, you have to love to serve if it's going to be successful. Now, if you have a love for money, if, if money is the motivation that could die out quickly, money is very temporary. If you got compassion for the people that you're serving, that's longevity. If you can't forgive longevity, forgiveness is hard. It's not easy, but it can be done. If you are in a state of unforgiveness, that holds you back. That can hold you back as a person. It can hold your business back, your endeavors back. Because all that that unforgiveness, all that like holding on to the burdens and the and the just you know, it, it, it builds up in you. It builds up in you. You got to let that go. I don't know who needed to hear that, but I feel like strongly that you, whatever it is, you can't, you can't hold on to that. Whatever happened, let that go. So you can grow. So your business can grow. So things around you can grow. Cause right now you had a standstill. You had a standstill. If you, if you ain't letting that go. But, you know, Jesus is really the ultimate entrepreneur, man. Um, I mean, this is a this is this conversation and just just analyzing and studying Jesus is really a a bigger conversation. It's it's we could talk about this for hours, but, um, you know, I I think this is something that I really want to revisit and really keep in mind because um, he is the standard. He sets the standard as a entrepreneur. He is the standard, you know, and um, I just want to do, I just want to do this thing right. I want to do this entrepreneur, this entre child. <laughs> I can't speak. Uh, I want to do this entrepreneurial journey correctly. And I want to do this right. I want to do it my way, God's way. When I say my way, I mean like giving it my own Ashley Flair. I want to I want to do it the Divine Glow Coach way. I want to do it with God. So, um, yeah, this is this is this is we can go on forever. But, you know, I think I feel like it's only right that um before I wrap up the episode, we jump into our segments just like we would if a guest was here. You know, I haven't shared my empowerment EPs in a very, very, very long time since I first introduced the playlist and introduced this segment, which was a very long time ago. So, ah, let's get into these empowerment EPs. Um, if y'all don't know, um, it, I shared three songs that 
are a source of strength and inspiration to me on the journey. And now if we had a guest, they will be sharing their three songs that are a source of strength and inspiration to them on their journey currently. So uh, today, my three songs are as follows. So first one is Matthew uh, 633 by a UK artist, a Christian artist that is based out in London. Um, by the name of Alia Lara. Um, I came across her her music um, not too long ago. And I'm like, yo, her voice is so, like, melodic. Like, it's just so, it, like, I don't know. It's just so, it just flows, man. Like, and she just really um, touched my, my spirit with the song. And I love the scripture, um, Matthew 6, 33. Um, this is one of the scriptures that I, I believe God drops in front of me all the time, hence why I came across this song. And um, if for those of you that don't know, the Bible verse um, says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need in Jesus name. Okay. So that, that right there is like, for me, it's, the song is like a, a, a fusion of R&B and Afro beats and that it just, it just flows. It makes you feel good. Um, and uh, yeah, this, this song really, it gives me that reminder that I need like, Hey, when things don't feel right, go seek the kingdom. That's all you need. <laughs> That's all you need. Go seek the, go seek the kingdom, you know? Um, so that, that's a great song. My second song is Won't He Do It by Corinne Hawthorne. Um, this song isn't necessarily new, but um, this is another song that has been coming up in my um, atmosphere for a couple of uh, weeks, actually. Um, it would come up across social media for me. It would come up across my playlist, like um, if I'm just bumping music. Um, and just recently, I was actually in a lift, and a lift driver was just blasting it. So I'm just like, yeah, like... Thank you, guys. <laughs> so it's one of those songs for me. Um, and uh, honestly, the song is about like just having that deep trust and reliance on reliance on God um, when we're going through our struggles, when we're going through our hardships and knowing that like we can rest, we can look towards him and, and no matter what, like he got us, you know. Um, so I love I love that song. Oh, won't he do it? Hey, he said he was. Hey, like I love that song. I love that song so much. Um, my last song though is Forever in Faith by Alex Jean. And um, yeah, Alex Jean, I like shout out to Alex Jean. I love his music. I really do. He um Forever in Faith is really a song about like overcoming adversity. Um and just knowing that like whatever, no matter what negativity is like whether you know, because we be we be having we be out here in the spiritual warfare, okay? So like whatever is coming at you, he's like, listen, I'm forever in faith. Okay. <laughs> I'm forever in faith. Okay, like, uh uh-uh. uh. Like I I really love his vocals. I really love his uh melody. I just like everything. Everything about him I just love. Um but yeah, those are my empowerment EPs. So I hope y'all check that out. Um, As always, y'all, I do have the Empowerment EP playlist down in the show notes. And you can check it out on Apple Music and Spotify. This playlist has grown to be a lot of songs. Um, But I'm so proud of it. And I'm I'm happy that I get to share this playlist with y'all and to 
bring on all the songs that all the guests have have shared with us on this platform. And I'm just going to continue to grow it as much as I can, man. Like I I will I do play it um from time to time just to give me some like, you know, some inspiration, make me feel good, you know. Um and it has a lot of different um genres as well, which I think is cool because you know, everybody finds source in, their source of uh, strength and inspiration in like different things. So I think it's dope. So I hope you guys enjoy it and continue to, um, you know, just listen to it. And of course, please share, please share the empowerment EP playlist with your friend, your family, um, and even this episode. Okay, shorty. Um, but let's get into our next segment. Shine a light on them short. All right. So we like, okay. So if you don't know what shine a light on them is, um, the segment is really about showing gratitude to the people or a person that um, you just want to, you know, say you're grateful for. And I got a list today, honey. Okay. I got a little bit of a list, but it's okay. First and foremost, I want to give um, glory and honor to God, like the trio, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Like without them, there would be no me. And without them, there would be no divine glow for for sure. So I just want to just acknowledge them for their their guidance, their strength, their like just forever, forever, ever presence in my life. Um, and just the love that like I'm shown from God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Like I always start like getting emotional because like that love is so real, man. There's no love. There's no other love like the love, uh, of, from them, like from God. And yeah, like it's, it's, it's real. <laughs> um, secondly, I'm going to give, um, Shine a light on my parents. Um, shout out to y'all. Um, my parents are retired, so they um, are have they're living their best lives. Or you know, being retired, and I love watching them grow. You know, it's it's crazy now. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, it's crazy how we are adults now. You know, like in the season with our adult parents right so watching them in this in this season has been interesting of retirement and you know um my dad has his own business now he's an entrepreneur and my mom um she is definitely a server as well so like she she has always been a giver so i just i just love that i can have the best of both worlds with them and then like see how that like trickles down into me as well and like it's just a blend, but we've been having a good time in the retirement life. And the one thing recently that we've been doing is um, game nights, which I really enjoy. Um, when my my parents really love to play trouble, and I think it's the cutest thing. Um, <laughs> so we we be playing trouble sometimes, and sometimes we we play some other games. Um, but trouble is is that one. Um, and as well as like we started uh I guess we you could say we started a little book club. We're not we haven't been as consistent though. But um I had I had gifted my parents uh two book like well, a book each, um, you know, for them to start reading and um, you know, so I know I have both books that I gifted them, so we've been like going in going here and there and just talking about the books. So I'm excited. Um I'm excited for them in this this new chapter and just you know it's only the beginning. So um just shout out to them and their support. Like I love y'all so much. Y'all listening to this episode. I love y'all so 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 much. 
Um, and thank you for supporting me and being the best parents ever. <laughs> um, I also want to thank the Divine Glow community, okay? Man, without y'all, um, there really, there really wouldn't be no Divine Glow for real. Like, I really love how, like, connected we are and how, like, just being able to speak to y'all and being more vulnerable. Like, I don't, I never thought that I could sit here on a mic or be in front of the camera and just spill it out. I never, never really saw that. And just to receive the support and the love, it's, it's really, um, eye-opening is I'm really appreciative of it and I appreciate for every one of y'all that listen that watch that share like it really means a lot to me um for sure and just the connection it's just the connections that we had us all about connections so um if you are not a part of the divine glow community already like just welcome listen welcome welcome I'm, I'm happy to have you here and I'm happy to connect um that's just the biggest thing for me is that I want you guys to, I want this to feel like a place where you can get comfortable. You could be vulnerable. You can talk to me. You don't have to like, you know, we could, it's about the dialogue, you know? Um, This also goes into um just my fellow creatives, my entrepreneurs, man, like shout out to y'all. Shout out to the ones that I don't know. Shout out to the ones that I know. Shout out to the ones that be in the creative spaces with me on a weekly basis. Like we just be chopping it up about our businesses. We be, whether it's good, bad, like we be getting our, ourselves in line and together. Like, you know, I, I love every minute of it, every minute of it. And I, I just, I just thrive on the connection, bro. I just am thankful for that because not only did I, like, I never knew that I was building a community of creatives and entrepreneurs. I was just always, I was just always thinking like, oh, I'm just meeting people, you know? And and to now say like, yo, I have like a good, great community of, of fellow entrepreneurs and creatives that I could like tap into. Is, it's a It's a blessing for real. Um, and last but not least, shout out to my sister friends. I love y'all so much. I love y'all so much. Um, I really have the best like of friends in my circle friends for real. Like, not only are they God sent, not only do we like we we hold God as the foundation. Just it's just different. It's just different, man. Like God, I, I was praying to God just about um, bringing more people into my life that held God at, 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 as the foundation, as the, <laughs> as him being, you know, one, the one, you know, and it has helped me tremendously on my spiritual journey, my, just my spiritual growth, just like, just talking about God is just different. You just have different conversations, right? And and it's like it's rooted in faith, it's rooted in in Christ, but you know, you get tired of the superficial conversations. You know, 
where you're just talking about the party last week or like you just talking about dudes all day. Like nobody wants to hear that. Nobody want I'm trying to talk about my goals. I'm trying to talk about God. I'm trying to talk about what <laughs> what are we what are what are the steps that we're taking to achieve the mission, the the purpose? What is it what are what steps are we taking to like level up in our personal growth, our mindset? What are we doing to just release all the the baggage that we have to heal ourselves to get to get right? That's the conversations I want to have. And I shout out to my sister friends for having my back and just always holding me accountable in those spaces. So, yeah, you're right. This sound this do sound like a little Oscar speech. Like I want to thank everybody. <laughs> I want to thank everybody, but. No, I'm really, I'm really blessed, man. I'm really blessed. And, um, I just, I just like thank everybody, man, who just is under the sound of my voice right now or just watching. Like, I, I'm really appreciative. And, um, yeah. So as we wrap up, I just want to, um, give you three action steps because I think that's important. Anytime you with me, I want, I want you to, learn but i also want you to be able to take away action steps that you can implement today right now once you hop off this podcast episode once you hop off this youtube video okay so one i want you to reflect on service what does service mean to you how do you serve currently and maybe how do you want to serve in the future is that does that look different does, does it look kind of the same? Like, focus on that. What are you, what are you doing right now that is helping other people, their well-being, helping other people to get where they need to be? Is that, and it doesn't have to be this big, vast thing, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't, does not have to be. But consider how your endeavors contribute to just positively impacting others in the world, all right? Um, action step number two, I need you to embrace action. We are done with the people. <laughs> okay, let me not say that. We are just done. We're over that hump of just constantly procrastinating. We're, we're in the planning phase for like two years. We're not, we're like sitting in self-doubt and pity and like, uh, excuses. Yeah, no, we're none of that. We stop that. Stop that. Stop that. I don't even know if you heard the mic tap, but like, stop it. Stop it. (laughs) We need to get into action. Go into action, right? As I always say, Nike got the best tagline. Just do it. Just do it. You need to take action. You need to write down some steps like I'm giving you right now. These are action steps, right? Write down some steps that you need to take for your next project, for your next, like, idea to come to fruition. Like, you already know that you can do it. You already know that it's going to be done. You just don't know how. Just take that first step. That's all you need to do. Because you know why? Because God got the rest. God said just start. All you got to do is just start, and he got the rest. He going to lead you. I ain't say it. He he said he told me to tell you that. Okay. <laughs> Action step number three is study and apply. 
Now, it would be wrong of us, right, to read all of this about Jesus, um, go read the Bible, and we not apply these things, right? We don't, we, what, what use of it would it be for us to not to apply it? So whatever we talked about in this episode, and then some, because you're going to study, you're going to study more about Jesus and him being an entrepreneur. I, I know you are. So explore explore his principles yo explore his principles and apply it to your personal and professional life and see how that thing change all right see how that thing change you see how that thing grows you it, <laughs> you gonna grow for sure because listen if i didn't take the steps that i took a couple years ago i wouldn't be where i'm at right now I wouldn't even be on this mic. I wouldn't even be on this platform. I wouldn't, there would be no divine glow. <laughs> there would be none of it. Okay. You have to make the sacrifices. You got to do the things that he's calling you to do in order to live in your purpose, in order to do what he's calling you to do. <sighs> I ain't going to preach. I don't, I don't, I ain't going to preach it down. I just want you to remember though, to rest, 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 rest. While you are applying, Know when to take your rest too, as I said before. But I want I really want to hear from you guys, man. Like, yo, I just like like what are your thoughts on just like Jesus being an entrepreneur? Because to me, whew, that that this is too good. But I just want to know what are your thoughts about Jesus being an entrepreneur? What it what does that mean to you? What do you want to start? implementing right on your journey in your business based on jesus's principles what does that look like for you so i'm gonna wrap up here i hope this episode gave you a lot of good tips tricks and just overall education just about jesus being an entrepreneur and yeah we will catch y'all in the next um episode I pray that you have the most beautiful day, night, whenever you're catching this. And in the meantime, continue to let your divine glow shine, babies. Bye. If you're feeling inspired by today's episode and you're ready to transition from an unfulfilling nine-to-five job to purpose-driven entrepreneurship through powerful mindset shifts and spiritual alignment, I'm here to guide you as the Divine Glow Coach. I'm here to offer you a complimentary exploration call. Simply visit the link in the show notes to schedule yours today. During this conversation, we'll connect uncover your unique path, and explore how Divine Glow Coaching can empower your journey. This is your chance to elevate your business and mindset. I'm genuinely excited to have a conversation with you and support you on your incredible journey of transformation.